Hey, hey, Star Wars fans, it's Gary here from Spark of Rebellion, and we would love for you to listen to all of our brand new episodes when they land every single Saturday. Make sure you follow us on your podcast app of choice or pop over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen. If you like the show and you want to support us, you can do that via our Patreon. Just head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon and come and join our other patrons. And thank you so much for your continued support. Now, may the force be with you and on to this week's Spark of Rebellion. Hello there. We would be honoured if you would join us. Spark of Rebellion. Hello there indeed, and welcome to Spark of Rebellion. This is your weekly Star Wars podcast. Welcome back to another week of Star Wars chat. This is episode 130. It's going to be a Gary solo show this week, as you guys have probably surmised at the moment. Mark and I are busy <laughs> with uh, work stuff and life stuff, so we can't always be together uh, on the same week. But that's okay. That's all good. The odd solo show is not too bad, I suppose. So, uh, yeah, Mark is really busy with work stuff at the moment. Uh, we have a very busy week. Those of you that don't know, Mark and I work together at the same podcasting, hosting and uh, growth company. So, um, yeah, lots to do on that front at the minute. So we just had a bit of a mental week uh, with Mark being busy. So I'm going to run through, not the news this week, but I'm going to give you my thoughts on some Star Wars gaming stuff. We haven't spoke about Star Wars games in a little while. And uh, there's a, a, not so much news, but just my thoughts on uh, the last year with Star Wars games and what we can expect moving forward. Now, as I said, it's just going to be me running through this one. We have got some news to talk about. That's on the list. We'll get to that next week. Hopefully, Mark and I will be together next week and we can um, we can rattle through and, and keep you informed on what's happening in the world of Star Wars. But uh, before I get any further into it, I just want to say a happy Halloween if you're listening in the US, I know you guys do Halloween a lot bigger and better than what we do. So tomorrow night when it's uh, uh, trick-or-treaters and watching the old scary films and stuff, then um, then I hope you have a good time to stay safe uh, doing all that stuff. And any Doctor Who fans tomorrow night? We've got Doctor Who coming back on the TV. So series 13, which will be Jodie Whittaker's last full series. So uh, that'd be another good one to check out. Uh, the first episode is Halloween themed, I believe, going on the title, The Halloween Apocalypse. So that'd be a good one. So I hope if you're in the US, you have a really good Halloween. So enjoy that. And also, before I get on to my thoughts on Star Wars gaming news, then uh, remember to follow this podcast and listen for free uh, on whatever podcast app you prefer to listen to your podcast on so you don't miss a show when they land every single Saturday. Uh, we're on all the all the main podcast apps and networks and stuff, so we'll either do a search for Spark of Rebellion or head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen. That will point you off to all the all the uh, relative networks and so on. And if you're on one of those platforms where you're able to leave a review or a rating, if you wouldn't mind taking 30 seconds to do that, that would be really appreciated because that helps us out loads and loads. And thank you to those of you that have rated us on things like podchaser.com or Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, those type of things. Your, your very kind words are much appreciated. So glad you're enjoying the podcast and thank you very much for that. Also, we're on the socials, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Again, there are links on the website or just do a search for us. We chat Star Wars and post little tidbits of news throughout the week. So come and get involved there. And lastly, if you want to support the show, if you like what we do here on SOR, then you can do that via our Patreon, which you can head over directly by going to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon. Uh, 
We have various tiers there, starting from $1 upwards. They all come with SOR swag. You can get a sticker and some other bits and pieces. So if you want to support us, that's the best way to do that. And to our current patrons who have supported us for a while now, then your help is, as always, very much uh, appreciated. And we know that you don't have to do that. It's absolutely, uh, it's non- completely optional, of course. But those uh, very cool uh, uh, dudes that support us on Patreon, you are awesome. Thank you so much for your continued support. So, Star Wars games. Star Wars video games. It's been an interesting year or two for the old gaming scene, especially with Star Wars. On one hand, I'm slightly disappointed. On the other hand, I'm really looking forward to what's to come. So, to address the disappointment at first, it's been a bit of a lacklustre year, I must admit. I spoke about video games on one of our episodes back in... uh, April, I think it was, April, May, something like that. We spoke about, at the time, the upcoming Lego Skywalker, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga game that was coming up, that was meant to be launched in July at the time. So we were quite excited about that. I think Mark was a little bit more uh, sort of not bothered about it. I think Lego games are not really his wheelhouse to a degree. I think he dabbles, but, you know, he's not really, um, he's not really into it too much. But I was really looking forward to it. Uh, And then I got delayed. And then so we spoke about games early on. So as we're coming up to the end of the year, I thought it'd be good to reflect on that stuff. So in a nutshell, it's just not been that great for Star Wars games. I've I've been a a video gamer for many moons now. Not going to give you my exact age, of course. It does begin with a four, although it's in the very early fours. So I'm good. I'm good. But I remember the days when things like uh, LucasArts was rocking and rolling. Not just with Star Wars games, they put out loads of different games. But we had that really cool period of time. I think it was about probably from like 1989 or 1990. For about a decade at least, we had a really good slew of, uh, a pantheon of of awesome Star Wars games that you could dive into for lots of different platforms. And there seemed to be a regular release schedule. So not all of them were good. I'm not going to say that it was the glory years or anything like that. We had a couple of good games or a few really good games that, that came out of that time. And then in the 2000s, we had another sort of resurgence as we went through another couple of console platform releases and we went through a couple of generations that through that side. And again, out of a, a slew of Star Wars games, there was you know a handful that were very, very good. But it just feels like over the last year, or even a couple of years, we've just not had any... Uh, I don't know, we've not had that one huge... Well, not... Not even that, we've not had that one or two solid, absolute solid games that have kept people going for um, for ages, it feels like. And I think the last game that probably dropped that did give us a, a sense of, you know, the, the Lucas, um, well, now they've uh, there's a resurgence with Lucas um, Arts, it's now Lucas Games. Uh, now that they've kind of put a bit more focus on the gaming side of things, which we didn't have for a while because we had that sort of eight, nine year gap where I, I think Lucasfilm and Disney just didn't know what to do with the gaming arm of things. So they just threw it all over to EA. EA, you handle everything. You make the games. You do all that stuff. You know, We'll just lend our talent to the story side of things where you need it and you can slap the badge on it and there you go. I think in the last year or two, they've started to realise that actually there's a, that's never gone away, that, that hunger for people wanting really good Star Wars games. And that led on to them thinking, well, actually, we're not going to accomplish this just by 
being handcuffed to EA, so you know, opening up and blah blah blah. So the uh, it's we've just not had that real big. I mean, I know the Battlefront games have been pretty solid for the most part. I think we had some rocky starts, especially with Battlefront Two, that had a bit of a shaky start. But then it went on to. I still play Battlefront Two now. In fact, uh, last weekend I booted it up and played it for an hour or so. And it's just really fun to just dip in and out of that uh, that game. I've only played the campaign side of it once when it first released. I ran through the campaign. That was very good. But since then, it's been multiplayer. And it's really good just to pick up a controller, run around Hoth, um, not Hoth, um, run around um, Crate or Tatooine, whatever it is, you know, do some of those supremacy maps or, uh, or even just blast. You know, that's really good just to pick up a controller, half an hour, an hour, a bit of fun, and then off again. I think the only thing that's launched in the last year or two that's been something a bit more in-depth, a bit meatier, is the Jedi Fallen Order stuff. So back in, when was it? The end of 2019, when that first game dropped. That was a step in the right direction for me. So that was a really good... And that was a really good sense of, right, okay, they're starting to take single-player campaign, story-driven Star Wars games seriously again. They're not just putting all their eggs in one basket for the multiplayer stuff, i.e. the Battlefront games. So that was really cool. And also just to uh, just to uh, mention mobile games, I'm not going to talk about mobile games because there has been a few of those released over the last year or two. So the mobile, so the iOS App Store style games and uh, arguably some of the Nintendo Switch stuff. I'm not talking about those. That's like a different kind of... Um, different market altogether. I'm talking about um, PC and, and console uh, games. So yeah, so the, the, the Fallen Order stuff, that was a, a real step in the right direction. And the reason why I'm mentioning that to reflect on this year is because we obviously had the re-release of that this year where we had the next generation console. So we had the Xbox Series X and S and we had the PS5. Respawn released it. They, had, they first brought a patch out that I think uncapped frame rate i think on performance mode and then they did a proper re-release where they did supposedly some some work on the game and stuff for the next generation consoles and whatnot so that side the actual story stuff so cal kestis and the whole surviving order 66 and then hiding out and not trying to be you know trying not to be discovered as a jedi just trying to live an everyday life and and then it all kicks off you know that's really cool and i'm really looking forward to see what they're doing with with Jedi Fallen Order 2, which has not been officially announced, but I think it's safe to say that that is on the way. And I'll come on, I'll come on to upcoming stuff that I'm looking forward to in a little bit. So other than that, it has been a bit dry, I must admit. We've really not had anything meaty to get into. I think they stopped making content or producing content updates and so on for Battlefront 2 earlier on this year. I think it was like february march time i think they said that they were not going to do any more content updates and fair play fair play to those guys over the last couple of years like i said it had a bit of a shaky start battlefront 2 we had the whole loot crate debacle and some other bits and it just crashed and burned within the first month to six weeks of its release didn't really review very well the gameplay side of things when you took all of the financial grab crap out of it and stuff and you just you just focused on the level gameplay and the character um, classes and all that stuff. That side of it wasn't too bad. And it graphically, it looked really nice as well. Beautiful looking game. 
but yeah, it just that stuff just left a sour taste in people's mouths. So when they got over that and they started to release regular content and things started to rock and roll, and then we got loads more characters, quite a few more planets, quite a few more locations and whatnot. It was actually a pretty solid game once they got over that initial hump, you know, which is unfortunate, of course, but in the end, it ended up being a solid game. They just always released patches for it and updates and additional content and stuff. So by the end of their, by the end of its run, up to the point where they stopped releasing new content for it earlier on in the year, pretty solid game. But that's it. That's all we've really got in terms of decent, decent Star Wars games, which leads me on to the second part of this uh, monologue, I suppose, about upcoming stuff and a reflection on this year. We have got some cool stuff to look forward to. But <laughs> I do wish that there was another one thrown in there. And I'll explain why. The release schedule that we know of that's that's pretty much confirmed or is in the works that we know of, but it's just not been officially confirmed by either the studio making it or Lucas Games or Lucasfilm or Disney, one of the three. The schedule is we have a game called Star Wars Hunters, which is a game that uh, is coming out on the Nintendo Switch and the Google and Apple stores. So that's more of a that's more of a light-hearted kind of you know app-style game. That's definitely confirmed. That's out next year. Then we have, uh, sorry, that's out later this year. I think it's out in December. I think. Uh, so then we have um, the other titles that we absolutely know of. So that is Ubisoft's open world Star Wars game, which is uh, being made by Massive, the studio that makes the, the Division games. That's probably the one I'm looking forward to the most. We have the much delayed Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga game. That's out next year at some point. Then we have Jedi Fallen Order 2, which, like I said, we know that that's happening. They've just not officially announced it yet. And and the reason why, sorry, if you've uh, you're probably listening, thinking, well, how do you know that? Well, there's two two reasons that we know that's coming. The first one is on the recent Disney earnings call. I think they were saying that they wanted to treat the Jedi Fallen Order games as a franchise rather than just an isolated standalone game. And secondly, over the past year. There's been countless number of job listings on Respawn's website where they're hiring people to work on their Star Wars game. So although it's not 100% confirmed, you know, it's not rocket science to put two and two together on that one. And then we have the Knights of the Old Republic remake, which at first is going to be a timed exclusive for PlayStation 5. And, um, and eventually that will come to Xbox and PC and whatnot. So out of that list of five things, there's only, there's only, I'm, I'm going to take Star Wars Hunters out of the equation for the same reason I did with the reflection on last year. It's a bit more of a a mobile kind of game, uh, which is not a bad thing. We'll probably get it and, and pick it up and have a play with it. But I'm talking about the AAA, you know, the, the big, the big console and PC games. So if we whittle that down to four, one of them is just a remake. That's nothing original. So uh, I'm not taking anything away from from that remake. It's probably going to be a really good game. And I don't think it's just a simple 
I don't think they're just porting that over from old legacy stuff to the new consoles. I think they are going to rewrite a lot of the code and really make it look like a brand new, uh, a brand new game. So although it's a remake, it's probably going to feel really fresh and, and new when it comes out. But essentially, it's still a remake. And then you've got the Lego Star Wars Skywalker uh, Saga game, uh, which is going to be everything that we've seen from the films. So again, there will be like tons of Easter eggs that you can expect from Lego games and and all that stuff, but that's not going to give us anything new. We're not going to have a brand new Star Wars story to, to jump through and anything like that. That's just going to play through all the films, which will be hell as, you know, fun as hell, you know, going through the other Star Wars Lego games. It's, they've been so fun and they don't take themselves seriously. It's great. So that's not a complaint. It's just, you know, we haven't got anything new. So if you think about that, then in terms of brand new Star Wars storytelling within video games, we only have Jedi Fallen Order 2 and Ubisoft's open world game. Which is why I mentioned it would be nice if there was just one other thing. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there is, you know, behind the scenes where Lucas Games are talking to other studios. And there probably is. There probably is a um, uh, another Star Wars game on the horizon from another studio, which is going to be badass. I'm pretty sure there is. Uh, and the thing that prompted me to think about this was it's a real shame that we we don't get um, that Star Wars games that was being made by the studio set up by Amy Hennig, who was uh, one of the masterminds behind the Uncharted games. So if you think back about three or four years ago, there was uh, a Star Wars game that was announced that was in development. We even saw a few screenshots and a couple of early video sort of tech demos. And that was run by Amy Hennig's um, studio that she had set up and it got canned. So for whatever reason, they felt like, oh yeah, it was because EA didn't believe (laughs) quite uh, ironically and humorously that there was a market for single player Star Wars games and they just didn't want to, uh, didn't want to go down that road. So they canned it off. She was like, all right, fair enough. But now it's been announced that she is making uh, a game for Marvel, which is a bit bittersweet, really, because on one hand, it's going to be awesome. On the other hand, um, it's bittersweet because we could have had a really kick-ass, really good Star Wars game, but we're not. So that would have been like the other one that could have been on this list as a release that would have been cool. So when you whittle this down, the only confirmed or about to be confirmed that we know is happening, games are going to give us something fresh and new, is Jedi Fallen Order 2 and the Ubisoft game. Now, in my opinion, we absolutely need at least another one or two games on the radar, even if they're not uh, going to come out until 2023. That's fine. It just would be cool to have those things announced. But that's probably for it. I imagine at some point next year we will get some announcements. Uh, because we know this year, when we had E3 roll around in June, uh, and even around the same time when we had the uh, the the Ubisoft event and the EA event and all that stuff, there was absolutely no mention. In fact, they even calmed all of the fan hype and put a, a statement out. I think it was about two weeks before to say that don't expect anything Star Warsy. <laughs> there'll be there'll be nothing announced for Star Wars. So just slow your row. Nothing's going to happen. So it has felt pretty dry. So Jedi Fallen Order two. I think it's going to be a, a really good game. I'm so intrigued to see where they go with the character post the big old kickoff with Darth Vader at the end of the first game. Spoilers, by the way. 
So I'm interested to see how they handle his character going forward from that point. And the one I'm most looking forward to, though, is the Ubisoft open world Star Wars game. It's been so long, so, so long since we've been able to dive into Star Wars and you just do what you like. A lot of the games, although Jedi Fallen Order was to some degree open world, I guess you could say, it's still got that kind of Metroidvania-esque you still have to go through the levels in a certain way. It's kind of pseudo-linear. You do have to do things a certain way. Uh, I mean, as you traverse the levels. Um, you know, there were still invisible walls everywhere. You couldn't go off and do things exactly as you wanted them. You couldn't explore every part of the level. You know, it was uh, it was restricted to a certain point. So I'm really looking forward to what Massive do with this. Now, the Division games, if you've ever played the Division 1 or 2, they're a bit of a, I wouldn't say they're Marmite, but there are people that love them and they play them all the time still. Even the first Division game that was out years ago, they that's got a really good fan base still. Uh, and I've played both. Admittedly, I played the first one more than the second one. But they they were well received and they look fantastic. They've got a really good graphics engine, the whole, um, you know, the Snowdrop engine that Ubisoft have developed. It's very, very cool. So by the time we get to this next Star Wars game from them, which has not been announced um, as in release dates or anything like that. I think I think it's in early development. So this one's probably going to be uh, 2024 at the earliest, I would say. Um, but by the time that rolls around, the engine would have had another sweep through and they would have upgraded certain bits and whatnot. So I know graphics don't make a game, but the Division games do look very good and they were developed really well for the new consoles as well. So you can unlock the uh, you can unlock the frame rate. It's got variable refresh rate and everything. So it's very cool. It's obviously down to how they nail the the narrative and the characters and how you do things within the game. So I'm not going to go into too much detail about that specifically as a game, but that is one that's going to be very very cool. That's going to be a, a really cool one that I'm most looking forward to. So the last year, whatever, it's been a bit dry. We have got some games coming up that are going to be cool. I'm still really looking forward to the Lego Star Wars the Skywalker Saga game. I think that's due to drop, I think, springtime, they said, next year. So that's going to be a real good sink, you know, a bunch of hours into that one and, and 100% that one is going to be cool. Uh, the Knights of the Old, the Old Republic remake, again, that's a PS5 timed exclusive, I think, for about six months to a year. That'll be on PS, uh, PS5 and PS4 only. Uh, so I'm looking forward to playing that at some point. And then more than anything, yeah, I'm just looking forward to getting my hands on Jedi Fallen Order 2 and the untitled as yet Ubisoft game. And that's it uh, for the schedule, really. I would, it would be, like I mentioned a couple of times, it would be awesome to um, to get another one or two games on the list to look forward to. I think in a similar way that Marvel and Disney do their announcements for things on the Disney Plus side of things, I think we need something similar to that with the game. So, you know, those press announcements where... There's a you know hundred foot video wall behind them, and it's just filled with the logos of all the shows that are coming up from Disney. It would be cool if they did something similar with the games because I'm ninety nine percent sure there's at least another two or three games that are in early development that are just not announced yet. But it would be nice to have them on the radar, so at least you know that over the next however many years, we've got these cool games you know coming up to look forward to. But so that's Star Wars video games at the moment. 
Um, we will keep you updated, obviously, when we hear anything. Mark and I, when we're together, we normally run through all the Star Wars news and we do all that stuff. So we will uh, obviously update you guys when we hear more. There, There is... Um, uh, we are still playing the sorry the the current Star Wars game. So, if you want to jump on and play a bit of Battlefront Two, then that's all good. Uh, just uh, hit us up on Twitter, whatever. We'll give you our uh, Xbox or PS uh, names, and we'll we'll you know have a a good laugh playing a few rounds of the old Battlefront Two. So reach out and do that if you want. That's all good. So for episode one hundred and thirty and the roundup of the Star Wars video game stuff, I think uh, we'll stick a pin in it for there. Thank you for listening to episode 130. If you are new to the show and this is your first episode, then welcome to Spark of Rebellion. It's great to have you listen. This isn't a normal format. Normally, myself and my co-host Mark, uh, we're zipping around in the Falcon covering news and discussing whatnot. Uh, but it has been good to get this off my chest, this whole uh, video game thing. So I'm sure Mark has got a few comments on this as well. So I'll, uh, I'll chew the fat a little bit with him next week on that. And then next week for episode 131, we'll be back to news and whatnot. And we'll fill you in on, on what's happening in the world of Star Wars. Uh, just very quickly, as I mentioned before at the beginning, remember to, to, to subscribe or follow our show, whatever podcast app you listen on. Just do a search or head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen. That'll point you off to all the apps. Or if you just go to sparkofrebellion.com, you can listen to all the episodes on there, uh, all for free as well. We're on the socials too, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. So give us a like and a follow over there so we can chat Star Wars with you throughout the week. And lastly, again, a big thank you to our current patrons who support us over on Patreon. And if you'd like to do the same, head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon. That'll zip you over there and you can jump on from a dollar upwards and your uh, your support is very much appreciated, our current patrons. And uh, for anyone that's thinking of supporting us, uh, we do not just spend your, your support willy-nilly. We invest it back in the show. It does things like pay for new equipment and... Uh, eventually we'll probably you know get an editor on board so we can make even more content and do all that stuff so in a nutshell all the stuff that we that comes through on the patreon we put back into spark of rebellion we don't just buy new trainers yeah so until next week for episode 131 uh, this is gary and take care stay safe and healthy have a good halloween and may the force be with you always always